0: Welcome to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. We talk about the intersection of parenting and technology. Everything you need to know about raising kids in the digital age.
1: This is Parenting Bites.
0: Welcome to Parenting Bites. This is Rebecca Levy of KidsUse.com, and I am here in the studio with Amy Oztan of SelfishMom.com. Hello. Hello, Amy. And Andrea Smith, tech guru extraordinaire. Hello. Hello, Andrea. We're all in the studio t- today, and it's like 40 degrees outside, even though
2: it's June. It is so cold. It's so it's cold. It's like raining and cold, and I would like to volunteer to send my rain to California. Yeah, I no know. kidding.
0: All right. Well, since we can't do that um, on the show today, we're going to talk about a couple topics since it's the end of the school year. Some of you around the country have already ended, which I'm always amazed by the people who end like before Memorial Day or right at Memorial Day. Um, I I don't know. I, I feel for them. I feel like it's too soon. But on the other hand, our schools in New York City go way too long. So believe it or not, we have four more weeks of school.
1: And what's the rationale? I mean, I've heard it's because by June the school buildings are too hot. But aren't they just as hot in August when they go back? Because they have to go back earlier then. Oh, those schools those that go back before yeah. Oh, there's there? no rationale for New York City. That I've no. given up on. But no, for those other ones that get out so early, I don't understand it. I, and I also talked to holdover. a friend,
2: a, a, someone who's a teacher, a young teacher. She misses her second year teaching. And she said the frustrating part is they're done. Like they're, they're, their classwork is in blocks. And a, once a block is done, like three weeks before the end of the school year, there's nothing to do. They're legally not even allowed to start something new hmm. unless they can get through a whole block. Wait, that's just weird. All right, that's a whole other topic.
0: Okay, so the first thing we're going to (laughs) talk about, in honor of the end of school, um, we're going to talk about, the first thing is schools shaming students. Um, One, and we'll, actually, we'll just get into it when we get into it, but we're going to talk, it seems to be an epidemic of different size uh, proportions and in different ways. Super size. Yeah, seriously. And then our second topic is going to be teacher gifts. So, I actually think it's a big point of contention for a lot of people, but we're going to delve into teacher gift ideas, what are great teacher gifts, and should we have teacher gifts at all? That Maybe we'll have that discussion, and then we'll have our Bites of the Week. So let's jump in. I'm going to give a little bit of background here in New York, in Flushing... P.S. 120, and people always say to me, what is P.S.? It means public school. They're all, every school in New York has a number. They're all P.S. something. Or M.S. something. Or M.S. um, Not the high schools. High schools have names. But anyway, P.S. 120, which means it's a through K-5 school, in Flushing, Queens, had a carnival, which many, many, many schools have, um, and they charged $10 to enter the carnival. It's a fundraiser for the school. Students whose parents did not pay the $10, sat in the auditorium while their schoolmates, 900 kids in the school, went on the inflatable slides, a bouncy house, a twirly teacup ride, popcorn, ices, DJs, you know. But a 100 kids. So almost 10% of the school had to sit in a darkened auditorium watching, you know, good old... Watching a Disney movie. Disney, or who even knows if it was... And they sit in these silly... Auditoriums, and it is unbelievable to me. (laughs) I I
2: so first do the math. So how much did they raise for the fundraiser? And could they not have sponsored those kids using some of the money that they raised from the funding?
1: I I wrote about this on Lifetime Moms, and they totally could have sponsored those other kids Um, after the costs of the of the carnival were taken out. They made two thousand to three thousand dollars. They said, and that was supposed to go to step up ceremonies for you know, I don't know what steps up at that school. Probably pre K to K and K to one, and then the the graduating. Why fifth did graders. they only make that much money? If if eight hundred kids went
0: and it's ten dollars a ticket, then shouldn't they've made eight thousand? I know that that was their profit. Minus the the cost. costs Minus were the cost were like five or six thousand dollars. Oh, sixty two hundred dollars. Looking at which number one. That's the first mistake of this entire. As someone who led the PTA of the largest elementary school in Manhattan, that would be me. That is a disgusting amount to have spent for that little profit. Right, to get those sponsored. That is
1: uh, as I somebody I who I ran, shut that down. As somebody who ran the one at my school, I have to say that's that's not. It's normal uh, um, because if you have fewer things for the kids to do. You can spend a lot less money on it, but then you have kids waiting around with nothing to do for a lot of the time. And our attitude was. Let's just make some money and let the kids have a good time. So, we weren't too worried about the profit margin, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Ours right. was on a Saturday. Yeah, it's this, usually yeah, on the weekend. This was during a school day. I've actually
0: never heard of that before. Yeah. I neither. Mean, I, I don't, how don't think they do that during I a school day. I actually don't think that's legal according to, to Department of Education rules. You are not allowed to have something on school day on the premises that you are charging students to attend.
2: Yeah. And denying sure. other students. Yeah, I mean, it is, that's uh, crazy.
0: Illegal, and I'll tell you what else is illegal in this article because I might as well call out the school for everything because I know these regs inside out. They charge families fifteen dollars a piece to join the PTA. That is illegal in New York City. Every member yeah. of the parent body is automatically a member of the PTA. Dues can be voluntary, but you yeah. are not allowed to do that. Now so we that ask for just, voluntary. That
2: just goes to show that it's a really underfunded school with um, an underfunded population, which speaks yeah. even more to the point of. How could they let those kids not join in? How could they not arrange for some sort of, you know, um, opportunity for them or some sponsor to come in or well, something?
1: The the guy who runs the carnival company, he said if he had known that there were 100 kids in the auditorium, he would have paid for them to attend mm. out of his own pocket. He was heartbroken. And he actually offered to come back and give those other kids a free carnival. I don't know if the principal is going to take him up on it. But, yeah, like there were other ways that this this could have been solved, but from what people in the school say, it didn't sound like the principal was interested at all in solving it. This she's was just who, her policy. She's the one who made this decision. Yeah. That's what's so disgusting about it. Because in so the, where
2: was the PTA? I mean, why did Well, the this? PTA has to
0: run the event, right? Because right. legally the school can't run a fundraising event. So right. the PTA should have said, and then we yeah. deduct the cost of whatever it was for these kids to attend. Or actually, you're just eating the cost anyway. You're not being yeah. charged per child by the carnival dude. right? Like, it doesn't matter. you Your profit's your profit. You're going to make the same profit. You're not going to make as much. But there's actually no reason to penalize those kids. You're not losing money. They just thought people wouldn't pay if they thought their kid could go anyway.
1: And it was a largely that that school has a largely Chinese population, largely immigrant population. They they knew that a lot of families simply couldn't afford it. They suspected that a lot of families also didn't understand, like, you know, that there were language problems. And uh, it. It doesn't sound like there was a lot of an effort to make sure that the families understood. It's now, I mean, reading into this, there, it sounds like there are a lot of problems in that school, just with communication
2: in general mm-hmm. with the families. So, But even when uh, you try to make the parents understand, it still feels like kind of bullying, kind of... You know, so you really do need to pay this $10. I mean, a lot of parents just can't. Yeah. They just It's just not in the budget. And one, one little girl, a teacher
1: said a little girl was sobbing, saying, does my mom not care about me? Oh. No, it's disgusting.
0: It's not... It, and it's not legal. Like I can't even. That's the part I can't even get over. I hope that principal's fired. I to be hope honest so. with you, because I hope, so. I hope those about kids get a is day is of their
2: own. I hope they
1: get a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> and no, that's not good for their parents. Don't and wish it, them a puppy. It, it didn't. It didn't end with the carnival. When the kids got back to their classrooms, each child who attended was given a little toy stuffed animal, and the kids who weren't allowed to go. Didn't get that. Like it was just there were so many layers of humiliation so for those kids. Gross. All
2: right. So you know, awful on the part of the principal, but also boo on the PTA for not you know taking a firm stand with the principal and saying and the teacher can't let this happen. Where were the teachers? We're, you know, having
1: having dealt with a school principal for the first year that my kids are in school, uh, that my son was in school, who was awful. Like. Finally, she was fired after my son's first year. She was really, really terrible. And the extent to which she was able to have the PTA and the teachers that she didn't like under her thumb and make their lives miserable, you have to take that into account. It's not as easy as just standing up to the principal, because even if you have tenure, she can really make your daily life miserable. Yeah, but if teachers said,
0: I mean, first of all, you need one person to say this is not legal right. under the regulations in this city and there's something so ethically disgusting about this yeah. if right. all like, the teachers were the band teachers together doing? the
2: teachers were obviously proctoring and making sure everyone was safe and, and they're not teaching because the other kids are watching a carnival. movie so I'm sorry it's a school day it's a school day that's the worst that's part the it's the not a day where you go day. or you
0: don't go like on a Saturday event it's voluntary like everyone's school has a carnival you pay to get into um, our carnival, we used to have, like, it was like a Chuck E. Cheese system. Like, you bought tickets per ride, and then we yeah. like, abolish that and just did, like, the wristband, basically. But, like, if you didn't go, you didn't go. I mean, it doesn't right. matter. It's
1: you weren't like, there watching your friends having
0: right. right. fun. It's, that's no, hearing that's awful. I was shocked. When I first awful. saw this, I just assumed it was a weekend because I've never... Never ever heard of a carnival being held during the school day. Okay, well, my kid, on
1: them. my kid's school actually has something during the school day that sounds almost exactly like this. It's for Spirit Week. It's free. Everybody
0: participates. Oh yeah, it's free.
1: You know, lots of schools do that. No, you but can't have a fundraiser though during
0: school exactly. day, that's, that's and you're not allowed to sell then, tickets directly to children either.
2: So, and this is this is on topic, but a different a different situation in terms of shaming. I mean, there was a story about some schools who say they're trying to keep up with the regulations for school lunches and literally throwing away kids' cheese sandwiches? No, 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 it's they they throw away the
1: entrees and give them the cheese sandwich of shame. Yes. They wouldn't let them eat the actual hot food.
2: Yeah. and, and no, 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 but it's the food that parents send from home that they're throwing away. Oh, that's away. another story. Yeah. Oh, my God. No. no that,
0: that, the food that was the that Oreos. Th- they threw away the Oreos. That's <laughs> that that they they don't Wait, somebody think threw away Oreos? <laughs> that they yes. don't think is nutritious Delicious enough
2: <laughs> and give them a school-provided lunch. They so, first of all, these poor parents the are Oreos trying out. to scrap together. I, I don't know. Maybe it was cheese. Maybe it was Oreos along with it. But, you know, paying money for food and right. sending it with your kid Right. I mean, talk about public shaming of your kid. There's
0: two stories. There's the Marilyn story where because the kid's account was delinquent, they took his food. He took his school lunch away and made him have the cheese sandwich of shame.
1: So they're not saving money. They're not, you know, making up for the money that the kid didn't pay because they threw the good good foot out. They threw threw it it out. It's like when the
2: deli guy, you know, when you say a third of a pound and he goes a little over, is that okay? And you say no. And instead of just, like, lifting it up, weighing it, and putting it back on, they throw it out. Right. Right? Like, what good is that? Right. And then the second
0: was the family that was shamed because she sent her kid to school, I think it was in Utah, with string cheese, like an apple or something, a sandwich, and Oreos. And because she had Oreos in the lunchbox, she got a notice home saying, this does not meet the nutritious like values we have for our children or something. While they probably have vending machines full of crap for the school to make money.
1: Look, having dealt with one kid who is ridiculously picky, I did try in the beginning. I tried hard to send him in with a balanced meal, and I just got reports that he was throwing out the stuff that he didn't like. So I just gave up and I sent him in with stuff. I'm not sending him in with like, you know, a giant bag of potato chips and some Oreos, but I, I just started sending him in with things that he would eat. And who knows? Maybe the kid, you know, maybe they have a deal. Maybe the kid will only eat the apple if, you know, she also gets the Oreos. Who knows? But that is so ridiculously judgy. Yeah. And 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 to make one food bad and another food good just brings up in so many psychologically icky things around food. Oh, God, I'm getting so worked up about this because I have so many food issues and my son does, too. Ugh. I don't know. I just think... When you, when a
0: parent, if you want to have a school policy that like soda is not a not allowed in lunch boxes, that's uh, okay, that's okay. But you cannot go micromanage yeah. everybody's lunch box and
2: then say that you weren't allowed to have
0: Oreos in your no. lunch if your kid decided you were.
2: I gotta tell you, I mean, when I was, you know, back when my son was in school and I was sending lunch and I was working mom and rushing to get into the city every day. I mean, you know, there were some days I could not get to the store, I couldn't go get cold cuts, I couldn't make. Nice little sandwiches cut up, and all the little, you know, that's why there were Lunchables invented. And we had a <laughs> stack of Lunchables. You know, they had first come out, and it was great. It had like, you know, little crackers, and it had some ham, and sometimes it had hummus, I think. And that's what went with him because you know, he ate it. He was the and envy of all it. it. Yeah, and you know what? The Lunchables mafia is going to come after you as I'm soon as they hear I'm sure. This. I'm sure. But you know what? When you're a working mom and there's nothing in the fridge, and your kids got to take lunch to school, you do what he'll Agreed. eat. Agreed. And when yeah. your when your kid is picky and you're not going to be there
1: to handle it, yes, we can't all be bento box dad. Nope, <laughs> making
0: cute little characters. But I think the school lunch is a different issue because that is where the shame comes in. If if you're if the school says you can't have Oreos and you didn't pack your kid a nutritional lunch, that's sort of on you, and you can take it up with the school right. and like fight your battle. The taking away of lunch to children saying you're delinquent on your account, your parents didn't pay. Which is not
2: anything they can help or like, oh, I'll go home and talk to my mom and she'll pay you. And if you're already qualifying for
0: reduced lunch, right, because these aren't kids who qualified for free lunch because they would just get it then. These are kids who qualified for reduced lunch there is something so horrendous about
2: that. that Why is, would you put that pressure on a kid?
0: Right, because they're delinquent by five bucks or four bucks or $12 whatever. Twelve dollars in the case of this $12. one. I mean, these are, these are educators. And
2: they said that the
0: school lunch aides, the people serving that were, like, horrified. Like, oh. they just kept apologizing. Oh. They felt terrible. But the principal, again, was back there being like, nope, nope. Like, making sure they followed through. So I have to I have to shout out to New York City um, because this year the city council passed a law that all school lunch is free.
1: All? For, not just middle school? Oh, just for middle school. Oh, schoolers. for middle school. I was to okay. for
0: middle schools, starting out in middle school. But that is because that is where they found the shame was greatest. Aww. That middle schoolers <sighs> were so hyper aware of free or reduced lunch. Wow. Also, middle schoolers are really hungry. So, no, for <laughs> yeah. real. So sometimes it's kids true. would even bring lunch from home and still be hungry, but not want to, like, right. not have the money on them, or they miss. They It's just a really pivotal time. And they pass this, and I hope they roll it out to all the grades, but it really was part of it was the shame factor. They yeah. didn't
1: want kids to feel self-conscious. Now you don't know. I am amazed and delighted that yeah. that was the driving force behind it. Because you know what? Middle school is tough enough. It's middle tough school enough. sucks. And yeah. I will
0: say that because um, we're going to be working with this company this summer, No Kid Hungry, which is an h- amazing nonprofit that works with kids. Kids Views is working with them? Kids Views, yeah. oh, So We are awesome. working with them this summer. And um, their big push is I think a lot of places don't realize there's a lot of free, universal free breakfast in the schools. Yeah. Um, and kids don't take advantage of it. So we're, they're doing a big push this summer to make sure that kids know and parents know mm-hmm. that their kids can go in early to school and get free breakfast. And it's, again, kids, so many kids rely on school food as their two main meals of the yeah. day yeah. and may not well, be getting Well, make sure dinner. they go
2: and talk to that school who did the carnival and take care of those kids. Yeah. Oh, my
0: <laughs> God. I can't. I The, sh, the shame factor.
1: I don't understand why these children are allowed to work with, why these people are allowed to work with children. Yeah. I just and, don't. And, You know, we're all sitting here appalled and aghast and and in agreement, but when I started reading the comments of other articles about it, which you're never supposed to do, but I did, so many people are like, this is when the kids should learn that, you know, you get what you pay for, and if you can't afford it, you don't get to participate. It was disgusting. Yeah. I was, like, literally sick to my stomach reading some of these comments. Ugh, it's so disgusting. Alright, so on that note... <laughs> on that disgusting note. On that disgusted note, we're gonna take a break
0: and hear from a sponsor, and we'll be right back to talk about teacher gifts <laughs> to, to reward! <laughs> Not for those two parents, but for all the good teachers. Yes, for all the good teachers, and, and maybe, maybe Prince We'll be right back.
2: Talking tech, apps,
1: entertainment, and issues around parenting the digital generation. This is Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy.
0: Okay, we are back. Um, We are calmed down a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. We're going to talk about teacher gifts. I actually think this is a huge conundrum for parents every year because you don't know what to get a teacher you don't know how much you should spend there is usually a feeling of of different schools handle it differently so maybe one teacher gets a ton of things and one teacher gets nothing which is my big problem Um, and sometimes it can become a one-upmanship thing where like People, some classes want to make sure their teacher gets the biggest thing or oh. you always get that one parent well here in New York City I can tell you you always get that one parent <laughs> who gives them like the coach bag. You're like
1: ew, oh like, what God. is wrong with you? Um, That's why that rarely enforced law was, was passed or rule was passed in New York City that technically nobody is supposed to give a teacher a gift worth more than five dollars. But it's really only invoked when somebody has a problem, which is why all, all the assets? Either. well, it, it, it's, <laughs> that regulation. No, well, it's out. not. It's not. It's that nobody can contribute more than five dollars. I checked true. into it.
0: It's not true. All right,
1: we're going to have to research this I, again. I
0: will show you the rag. It's okay. actually that you can't require.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. A, it's, uh, sorry, that, I'm you're you're absolutely right. I'm saying it wrong because uh, class parents were saying everybody has to give $20, yeah, everybody no. has right. to give $30. not
2: everybody can afford. And, and what if you have two or three kids at no, the school? That's and, illegal. And
1: that's actually where the confusion comes in because yes. then people started saying, you know, so they so it, somehow it got to be thought that you couldn't give more than $5 because this is what I went up against the first time I tried yes. to collect for a teacher gift. And they said, oh, we can't put it all together and give it to the teacher because it's more than $5. And I was like, no, you, you can't. And right, people totally misread the I just can't make right. you.
0: Right. You can't require, and you have to sign everyone's name on a card.
2: But yeah. I also think the idea of pick. pooling it, you know, whether someone wants to contribute $20 or can only contribute $5, or maybe they don't like the teacher. You know, there's yeah. always the person who says, oh, that teacher was well, horrible to my their name has kid. Kid. <laughs> to go on the card. Their name has to go on the card, but I think that when you pool the money and yeah. buy one class gift... It's so much better.
1: That's what we do. One teacher has been spe- or one parent has been spearheading it for. I think she's been the class parent for my kids' class for like the past four years. God bless her. And it's <laughs> no kidding. And it's it's going on right now. We give her or PayPal her the money. She puts it all into one big gift card. Everybody's name goes on the card. Nobody has a problem with it ever. Let me tell you how my daughter's school does it because it's my favorite thing ever. Which her elementary school did not do,
0: but their middle school does. The money all goes to the parent coordinator, and it's divvied up equally among all teachers.
1: So you don't get a teacher who
0: gets $1000 and a teacher who gets $200 depending on the demographics of their class which really does
1: make a difference. Makes
0: a huge difference. Um, it's everyone gives what they can give. It is put in one giant pot and it is equally mm. distributed. That's and awesome. everyone's awesome. name is on it. And that's that's, ju- that's
1: just that school's policy. That's a lot
0: of private schools do that too, but this uh. is a public school and that's their policy and again from the principal like when you have a great principal yeah. and they mm-hmm. rule the roost and they tell that's this is how it is. There's no there's no questioning it. Now, if a teach if a parent also wants to send in like a their own personal mm-hmm. gift, there's nothing to stop them from doing that. Yeah. But most people don't because your kids have like six teachers in
1: middle right, yeah. school. So right. what are you, you going to do, do? Yeah,
2: how do you keep up with that? Yeah, yeah.
1: I also feel bad for in, in elementary school the the. um and the specialist. The word, yeah. This is like the, the, the ones who teach science and right, art, art and, you know, aren't the main teacher. It's so easy to forget them when everybody's just collecting for the, for the one main teacher. Yeah. So in middle school, I think in that way, it gets a little bit easier. Right. We instituted um, at their
0: elementary school, we had suggested that people, like, give, that every class parent basically take, like, $50 off the top to put into a general pool for the specialist that would be distributed. And nice. I can't tell you the pushback. What? Oh, my God. I am giving this money for the, my teacher. I'm not giving it. So blah, blah, blah. The music teacher can get it because I don't like it. I mean, it really was like bananas. Uh, yeah. It doesn't do matter. Know? People have to be <laughs> jerks.
2: So I know, I know, Rebecca, that you reached out to some people on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I saw it. But I, so I, I also reached out to a teacher um, not here in New York. So I wanted to get her... Perspective outside of D.C. and Northern Virginia, my stepdaughter, thank you very much, <laughs> and asked her, you know, what do you guys like? You know, you get stuff at the end of the year. And she said, gift cards are awesome, especially to favorite places, classroom supplies are always welcome.
1: Really? I would I, I would feel like that the same way I would feel about somebody paying off my student loan like we talked about.
2: <laughs> I if guess, you, you know, gift. if you want to gift like, you know, markers and pens and, you know, like stuff that they know the classroom really needs. She also says no Apple-themed gifts. <laughs> I'm presuming that doesn't include iPhone, iPad. iPads. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Be careful what you say. You know, say. maybe not the dust <laughs> thing that's an Apple. And then she wrote, Remember really important teacher. to know your teacher. If she drinks Dunkin', don't buy her Starbucks. Huh. So to me, that was a great tip because I'm sure everyone knows, you know, their yeah. teachers likes and dislikes.
1: Right. I, I know a lot of people also like to give female teachers spa gift cards, and I don't really have a strong opinion about that one way or the other because I know a lot of teachers do like to to have things where they can they can really pamper themselves. But don't get it for like the local spa in your neighborhood. You don't know where your teacher lives, or she probably lives someplace else. Spa Finder gift cards are awesome because they work at like. 20,000 different locations. So then she can go to one near her house on a Saturday instead of having to do it after school in your own neighborhood.
0: Yeah. So I have, so Letitia Barr, who is a big blogger, tech savvy mama out of DC. So one of the things she was a former teacher and now is awesome class parent again. I'm one of these crazy women. Um, so she she said, and I actually thought this was really cute, she does a big beach bag with a towel in their favorite colors, with a big gift card to their favorite store, and then some things about that they like to do their summer or their vacation plans. So she'll put like sunscreen or Amazon gift cards for Kindle downloads or um, insulated Starbucks mugs, if they love Starbucks filled with the gift card. I like to I like that too. That's I like thoughtful. I like to package things with yeah. the gift card <laughs> <laughs> I will admit. Um, and she said they collect between 200 and 250, which is mm, interesting. So they like to put at least a 100 towards the gift card.. Yeah. And then it's interesting too, to hear from people who know that their teachers have kids. So one of the bloggers wrote in and said they did like an outdoor playset from Pottery Barn because she knew she'd be home with her kids all summer and she like heard their teacher loved it loved it loved it and then she does like a lot of outdoor parties and stuff so they did like a whole picnic whatever set
2: so then you have to really know the teacher you have to yeah. know the teacher yeah. they were saying yeah. like if
0: you know the teacher if you know their friends yeah. like kind of ask what their interests are um some, actually, we should put some posts up to this. Some people, some people said customize stationery, which I've seen, but I know that sometimes teachers get that year after year and they never yeah. use it up. See mm-hmm. you know um, how much stationery I have with my name on it? I know. <laughs> no one oh. uses stationery anymore, right? Um, it's, it's all that I think is really interesting about... that. Those are really good ideas. I think so,
1: too. Yeah. One thing that I've seen that they don't want, I've seen multiple teachers say, don't get me anything that sits on a shelf that I have to dust. Right. (laughs) Like an apple. Like an apple. Like an apple or a little... Chachki, like yeah, number one, award. the number one teacher yeah, statue. Those are terrible.
0: So when my daughters were in preschool, and I don't think this works necessarily beyond third grade, maybe, but we would do I would make these books on Shutterfly because I was the crazy class parent, <laughs> then. and every I'd get a picture of each kid, and then we'd ask each kid five questions. So what's your favorite part of this teacher? Like, what's your favorite thing she does? What's the silliest thing she does? You know, blah blah blah. And what was your favorite thing you did this year? What was your favorite I made a Shutterfly photo book. So each kid had a page and it was all stuff about, I mean, they had like three teachers in preschool. So it was all stuff about their teachers and the favorite thing about school. And it's so nice because it's a real book and it's so personal for the teacher. That's nice. So inexpensive to make because you're just making these books on Shutterfly. They're like 20 bucks each. But what was nice is then you could keep it on Shutterfly and all the parents could order their own. Oh. Um, so, I have them every year, like the blue room, the panda room. <laughs> the room. Um, but it doesn't work, you know, you can only do it up to so many and so great when they stop being cute. Yeah. <laughs> what that. exactly does that happen? <laughs> so, it takes a little more I mean, effort, but you. it's very personal. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, so I think actually like Shutterfly, I like Zazzle for gifts mm-hmm. if you're doing personalized stuff. Yeah. Um, I think Pottery Barn's a great idea. Land's End, yep. if you're doing those beach bags, you can get their initials put on it, which is really nice. Those are nice. Um, you know, just if you give yourself enough lead time... Starbucks I and mean, again and if yeah, you're doing coffee, gift stuff, card,
2: Starbucks Dunkin
0: right and again food. package it with something I yeah. do think that's nice I think but you if could you do you like do... a popcorn
2: movie night you could get someone like a big bucket and put popcorn in it and some movie tickets yeah you could do an AMC you know? gift yeah. card yeah. Yeah. and if you don't know don't guess just put it on a fee
1: free Visa gift card there ain't nothing wrong yeah. with a Visa yeah. gift card yeah you can go to your
0: CVS and buy, buy them a CVS gift card <laughs> nothing wrong with that either everyone needs that stuff I think it is nice to get them something that you know they're not going to spend on the classroom there is something about um i don't know teachers spend enough of their own money all the time and doing stuff so those are our ideas if you have ideas or you are a teacher and you have things you really don't want (laughs) let us us know know, we will spread the word not we know apple things not apple electronics but (laughs) physical apple things all right So we will be right back after this word from our second sponsor, and we are going to have our bites of the week. Stay tuned.
1: You're listening to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy.
0: Okay, bites of the week, ladies.
1: I can go starting with you. Sure. Um, So we've been talking a lot lately about shaming kids, and and in the past we've talked about parents who shame their children publicly, especially on on Facebook. and there's this great video that went totally viral in the past few days. I think it has like 21 million views right now on Facebook. Um, I can't remember the guy's name, but I, I will. I will put a link up to it on our Facebook page. And for the first 30 seconds or so, it looks like a typical shaming video. It looks like he's going to give his his kid one of those haircuts of shame that are going around when your kid does something bad. Um, and then he's like no, son, come here. And he gives him a big hug. He's like, I would never do that to you. And it's just, it's awesome. And it's really resonated because I don't think people realize what they're doing to their kids You should see Amy
2: smile while she's talking about
1: this. <laughs> obviously, love you loved it. I watched it about six times. I mean, it's just, it's it's so brilliant. It's so well done. And the, the guy, he's a teacher. You know, he knows what this, this kind of thing does to kids. I hope kids. Jimmy Kimmel and his team see it because oh. I actually think they... Not that they started this, but I think they, they have contributed. Really, they really lot. contributed to it. Yeah. So oh, that's an excellent point. Um, yeah. So I just hmm. really I, I think that this video is a great counterpoint to all of the other shaming videos going around. That's awesome.
2: That's, that's great. That's cool. Andrea? So I've been driving around a lot. <laughs> it's it's almost it's summer, and a lot of people are going to be traveling. Gas prices are up again, and I don't know about you guys, but because I spend so much time in my car, living in northern New Jersey. Um, I look at gas prices, you know, and it matters to me if there's a difference of 10 or 15 cents when I'm putting 10 or 15 gallons in my car. So I have to say, and I've had this app on my phone, my God, for years, and I used to, you know, they're one of the original, but I've been using my Gas Buddy app. So if you don't drive a lot, um, you may not need this, but if you do and you fill your gas tank frequently... This is an app that literally takes your GPS location and tells you all of your gas stations near you and what the price of the pump is at that moment. So you can make a decision on, should I go two blocks out of my way and get much cheaper gas? Obviously, going a mile out of your way probably isn't worth the ROI. (laughs) But for me, it's just really helpful because there's two stations I pass on my way into the city. And if the first one's busy, they're usually the same. I'll go to the second one. And lately I've been seeing that I stop at the first and the second one is cheaper. Oh, frustrating. So now I pull out my Gas Buddy app. So if you're traveling at all, taking a family road trip, going to Grandma, whatever, get the Gas Buddy app. Favorite some of your favorite gas stations and save some money. But maybe do it before you're driving.
0: Yes. Don't be tapping on your phone (laughs) (laughs) while you're driving, please. Yes, yes. All right. So I also have a video this week. Um, You know, we all know that Beau Biden passed away last week, Joe Biden's son. There is an incredible video going around of Joe Biden speaking about grief and compassion and what people should say to people and what people shouldn't say. It is so phenomenal. I think Hmm. you'll like see Joe Biden in a whole Hmm. different light. You don't usually see that side of him he's such a like tough you know that man has been through so So much much. tragedy it is unbelievable and the sort of the depth of his understanding of it and the way he has thought it through and and is talking about it is it's absolutely incredible if he were running for president I'm telling you I think it would be like a game changer for him Um, but I will put a link to it on our Facebook page if you haven't already seen it it's really kind of going around everywhere but It's
2: really remarkable. I think it's a very hard thing to talk about. I think people never, it's it's a really good question because a lot of people just don't know what to say. You know, you say, I'm sorry for your loss, but you just, it's very hard for people to reach out because they're not sure what do you say to the person.
0: Right. And I think you're not sure yourself on how you're going to get through it. And um, yeah, it's just, it's really tremendous. It's really beautiful. Mm -hmm. And um, I highly recommend it. So that is that for today. Check us out at Facebook.com slash Parenting where we have links to, like, everything we talked about on the show, <laughs> thanks to Amy tracking everything down. Um, we also, you know, leave some comments, tell us topics you want us to talk about. By all means, check us out on iTunes at Parenting Bytes. You should rate us and review us. Ooh, we've got lots of, like, ratings and reviews that are all good. We're very excited. But it helps us be found in search. And please share us, too, and subscribe. And, of course, on Play.it, where you can check us out, as well as all the other cool Play.it podcasts. And we'll talk to you next week. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.